I'm gonna call you King. Yeah, you just All right. All right. Hello, hello. This is Made to Inspire podcast. I'm here with my friend Keen. Yeah, we here to discuss what he is doing out here in LA as a creative. You know, I already know it's a bunch of creatives out here. We all do different shit. And we got to look out for each other, y'all. Get that mentality into your head. Absolutely. So, my friend here does comedy skits on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he's also a videographer. Mm-hmm. He do lots of edits, other things like that. Is there any other things you do? I'm a videographer. I started my YouTube about a year and a half ago. Close to two years now. Mm-hmm. Once it, Once we cross into like February but it'll be about two years so I started my YouTube about a year and a half ago going into two years and I also and this was my first love my first passion I do music and I've done music now since I was 15 years old mm-hmm. 14 to 15 years old I've been doing music so I've been doing that and it's been good I loved it when I first started out doing music I was ass. I sucked. I was horrible at it. And <laughs> at least you honest. <laughs> I yeah, I was absolutely ass, man. Like it was really bad and people around me was just so supportive, which okay. was cool. Okay. But they wasn't really telling me I was ass. Did so, you have a real one that tell you that told you that you was ass? Or you figured out for yourself? Nah, really. No. Nobody really told me I was butt <laughs> until well, there was one dude, because I remember I would send songs to people mm-hmm. or whatever. They just wouldn't, like, either they either wouldn't give their commentary mm-hmm. or they wouldn't tell me how they felt about it. Some people was rocking with it. Some people wasn't rocking with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. It was kind of a, it was kind of, it was kind of here and there. But for the most part, though, I I sucked. <laughs> I sucked. Um, you know what? I like your honesty. I like the fact that you're taking, like, awareness of yourself to say that you suck. But at the end of the day, though, <laughs> I felt like I was the shit. Okay, okay. So even though I sucked, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I sucked. <laughs> I felt like I was one of the best rappers out there. And I think that's the mentality that you got to have. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, when that. you have a passion for something. Even if you might suck, you got to be like, oh, fuck that. Nah, I'm real. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the best. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much the mentality that I had when I first started rapping. All right, that's cool, man. That's cool. Gang. <laughs> so my topic for today is to be seen or heard. Now, what I mean by this is, like, you do videos and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Now, I was trying to get into video and stuff like that, but I'm not too comfortable with video. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the first question is, like, what made you get into comedy skits? Well... I was always a personality, always. I was always a personality ever since I was born, pretty much. I always mm-hmm. liked attention. I loved when people looked at me when I was doing stupid shit. And I was a class clown. I always had something to say. Mm-hmm. So I figured, fuck, let me just say what I got to say in front of the internet. Okay. So <laughs> that's pretty much what I did, man. And that's kind of how everything kind of cultivated and how everything came about. I got into film and editing. I always knew that I wanted to do something with entertainment because when I was young, I would like reenact actors' bits, like little scenes and okay. shit. When I did, I was like six or seven, I think at the time. It was when two can play that game that came out with Vivica A. Fox yeah. and Morris Chestnut. Chestnut. 
and I had re I can't even I wish I could redo the scene right now because I would but I can't even really remember it but it was basically when Morris Chestnut was like sitting down and Anthony Anderson was asking Morris Chestnut why did you fuck with I guess his caramel macchiato chick or whatever yeah, and was basically like reenacting a whole scene about him being in the in the judge and the right, court right. and the jury and shit like that and when I was like seven years old, I had that scene memorized down to like a T. And I would perform it in front of like my family and my friends and shit like that. And they thought it was the funniest shit ever. Um, I did plays when I was in junior high. I did. I was actually, I actually tried to do plays when I was in high school, but I kind of got more into sports at that point in time. But mm -hmm. I always loved to like perform in front of crowds. I did talent shows when I was in elementary school, high school, junior high. I always liked to do that shit. And it really wasn't nothing to me. I ain't gonna lie, I do be getting nervous, but after I get in front of them and I do whatever the fuck I do, I just, it ain't nothing after that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, um, it, I, I was just bred to entertain. So I was like, let me go ahead and just do this shit on film. And that's kind of where it all stands from. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. So what would you describe your audience? How would you describe it? You know. Like the demographics? Because I know that. Yeah. Okay, so the demographics that I got from my audience right now is pretty. It's like 18 to 24. Um, okay. As far as my YouTube following, nah, both my both my Instagram following and my YouTube following, my YouTube following, I have like like 60%. I got, I thought I had more more like males following me, but I guess I got more females following. I just found that shit out. I got like sixty percent of females following me, forty uh, percent, and then like for Instagram, I got like more females following me than men too. So I think I don't know. I guess like females are just gravitated towards my personality. I I guess that's what it is. But um, yeah, as far as my audience is current is concerned, that's pretty much what it is. Uh. I don't know. I guess that's just what happened. Okay. So how do you gain your audience? Like, how do you build that shit up? Because I know on Instagram, it takes time for you to get noticed, like doing a comedy skit thing. Like, how do you build your audience to the point where you are now? It's just consistency, really. Okay. You just got to be consistent. Whatever you do, whether it be, you know, comedy skits, whether it be, you know, whatever you decide to do, you just got to make sure that you stay consistent with it and you don't stop. Because when you first start out, when I first started out, I knew people. And, of course, I was, like, pretty much a popular, like, dude. And I ain't trying to, like, mm -hmm. big me up or nothing like that. But I was, like, pretty popular growing up through elementary. And I was actually, like, kind of like a weird-ass, corny-ass asshole when as, as <laughs> elementary school and junior high. But, like, going into high school and college, I was, like, pretty popular or whatever. So I pretty much started out doing YouTube and I was vlogging. And after I vlogged, um, before, before I actually started vlogging, I would just tell people to, like, subscribe. I would go to my, my friend. I would DM my friends and be like, yo, you know, subscribe to me. Um, I'm going to be putting out content every week. Woo -woo -woo. So I did that. And I kind of got my audience that way through friends and family from high school and college. And that's pretty much like the basis of what I had. I was pretty much at like 100 subscribers on YouTube for a little bit. And I just kept on putting out content, kept on putting out content. And what I did was I would just take that content and I would uh, I would edit it to like an IG format so I could put it up on IG. Okay. And then that's pretty much how I got my followers from Instagram to go into my YouTube and I got my followers from Instagram 
it's crazy because I only had like a thousand followers on Instagram for like the longest or whatever. And then this shit shot up after I got into a frat. Shout out to the bros on Mega Sci-Fi. Oh, yeah. But uh, after my followers kind of like shot up after I got into the frat or whatever the case okay. is. So um, that network. Yeah, that network, that network. You know what I'm saying? So and that's really that's really what it is. That's how you get an audience. That's how you gain it. You just got to make sure you stay consistent with content. Don't be dropping shit once every like month or whatever you got to make sure that you constantly putting shit out because in this world that we live in in this climate of social media that we live in you got to constantly put out content man you can't fuck around just put out content once every fucking blue moon it ain't gonna work that way mm. mm-hmm. so like on instagram like do you use like hashtags or run ads Hell yeah. or stuff like that i need to run i will run more ads but i'm broke as fuck okay so i can't <laughs> i can't run ads that much but that's that's uh I guess I that's on me. I blame I blame everything on myself. I you know what I'm saying? Like I could definitely do like some other shit in order to get more money in so that I could run ads, but ads is like five dollars. I know this is a prop but I like to run the ads as like for fifty and shit. Okay. Like I like to do I like to do the ads for for five dollars, but I like to like make sure that it's like fifty dollars in total so that I can run the ads for like weeks and weeks on end. Okay. That's how I like to do ads. But yeah, no, you absolutely <laughs> right though. Abs is extremely under abs. Ads, ads yeah. are extremely underpriced on social media, so um, I definitely do have to. Uh, I gotta engage in that more. I think that's probably one of my weak spots. I don't run enough ads, um, but I do do. I do use hashtags. I use like gang of hashtags all the time. Yeah, it's power in hashtags. Fuck yeah! So um, that's how I that's how I reach with my audience as well. Okay, so my next thing is. Is your walk-ups really random, or, like, do you have, like, certain, like... Do I stage them? Posers, like, you know, just to, you know... Fuck no. Oh, that shit <laughs> random as fuck. Y'all, he be going up to random-ass people asking these random-ass questions, and some of, them, some of them be so fucking personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it be funny looking at these people's reactions, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's... um. I love authenticity. Okay. I really love authenticity, right, man. Right. Um, I think that's really what makes the video. Okay. When you walk up to random people and you say these random things, you ask them these random questions. And what's crazy about it is, is that some, I ain't going to lie, some people I walk up to and I'd be like, okay, this is the question that I'm going to ask you. Don't give me your answer yet. Just, you know what I'm saying? Um, wait till the film, wait till the camera roll and then you can go. But for the most part, because some people be, all right, some people be skeptical. They be like, yeah. Oh, what you gonna ask me? Like, all right, don't don't ask me no crazy shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So you know, and especially when there's like slow film days, because when you walk up to people, not everybody want to be on video, not everybody want to get filmed, not everybody want to be on YouTube. So when you have slow days and I ain't getting no content, it's like fuck. All right, listen. So this is the question that I'm gonna ask you. I'm don't give me your answer yet. Just you know, wait till the camera start rolling, and then we'll give you that or whatever. And that's pretty much how that goes when it's like on slow days. But for the most part, for the majority of it, I walk up to people and I'm going to be like, yo, I got a question. I can't tell you what it is because I like genuine reactions. Uh, but just know that it's a question. And then for the most part, they'll be like, all right. And then I ask them the question. Let me eat your ass. And then, <laughs> can I eat your ass? And they'll be like, what the fuck? You right, know what I'm saying? What the fuck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, hey, I, I love that shit. You know what I'm saying? I love genuine. That's, I, like I said, I come from a place of authenticity. I really do mm. like um, I really do like that shit. And I, 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 pride, I pride my content into that. There's, there's YouTubers and stuff out there that be doing 
you know, fake, you yeah. know, pranks and stuff like that. And I don't have any problem with that. I might actually start doing it in the future because I mean, it's because listen, when you do when you do pranks and stuff like that, you have to do you especially when you're a YouTuber, you have to produce content every single day yeah. and producing content every single day. You're not going to have there's there's no way you could produce that content every single day and 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 make and like make sure it's authentic throughout everything because sometimes you ain't gonna be able to get out sometimes you might not have a cameraman sometimes this might happen sometimes this might not happen or whatever the case is but it's really easy for you to you know have pranks lined up back and forth back and forth back and forth if you just sit if you sit down and you think out that plan so i might do it maybe maybe not depending on how shit goes you know what i'm saying but i know right now I'm doing the authentic shit. I I I, I gravitate towards that a lot more than okay. you know the other That's shit. Up, man. But I don't um, got no problem with the frank with the fake shit either. It is what it is. I'm gonna swing back to a question on like your slow days. I'm gonna wait till like we get to the middle of the podcast. But um, first thing, where are you from? I want to ask that. Where, where I'm from, from here, but I was raised in Florida. But I'm from here. It's it's like I right, so I was I didn't know you were from here. So I was born here in Los Angeles, California. Okay. I left here when I was like nine years old. Okay. And then I went to Florida. Did the whole growing up thing in junior high, high school, uh college. Then I came back at twenty one. So yeah. I came back here to Los Angeles at twenty one. By yourself? So I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well my mama you drove like me and my mama was in the passenger seat. I drove all the way over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But okay. um, um she helped me move into my grandma's house and shit like that when I first came out here. So but yeah, I came out here by myself and um started to grind. Why? Why LA? Why you come back? Cause like I said, I like the entertainment. I like the entertainment field and I knew that this is where it was at. And at the time I went to college, graduated with a degree in telecommunication and film, and I figured, okay, well, I could just do music. And while I do music, I can do the filming thing at the same time, and I can kind of just juggle both. Uh, And with this degree that I have, I should be able to use this degree, Mm -hmm. get into the profession that I wanted to get into while doing this music. Shit didn't work out that way at all whatsoever. So it's like... Fuck school. Fuck school. Let me let me tell let me tell you <laughs> oh, why. I'm a big believer in le, le, that. Le, the the reason Sorry. but but I don't but it's not like fuck school in the sense of like nobody go to college. I just really really um I think I want to do a prank or like do something to where like I just walk inside of a classroom and just be like, "Hey, That'd I dope. Yo, right, and, <laughs> I, and literally just tell everybody like, "Oh, if y'all don't know what y'all want to do, I suggest you get the fuck up out of here right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you feel that'd, me? That'd like, be funny as fuck. Nah, like, I, I'm, I mean, I really feel that way. I really feel a certain type of way about that because when it comes down to college, it is required for certain things. You do have to go to college for certain things, whatever the profession might be, whether it be being a doctor or a lawyer or whatever the case right, is. Whatever, careers. Yeah, certain careers school is required right. however i feel like if you're trying to get into a certain career right you should definitely ask who's in that profession or who's in that career first before you decide to give six hundred thousand dollars to yeah, a exactly. fucking 
you know, organization that really ultimately is going to leave you in debt and you'll be paying off debt for the rest of your fucking life for a job that didn't even require a degree when you get out. Because when you get out and you try to say, hey, hire me, they'd be like, what the fuck for? Mm -hmm. I graduated from a four-year college. I have a bachelor's degree. That's cool. What else? Bitch, like... I graduated with a four-year right. degree in college. What the fuck you mean, right, what else? Right. Well, what have you worked on? Uh, a four-year degree? No, 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 no. We don't give a fuck about that. What have you worked on in the field? Oh, you want to know what we work, What I worked on in the... You feel what I'm saying? Right. So that's also... And that's usually what I hear from people that have already graduated from college. You feel me? Like, people will be like... You know, they graduate or whatever, and it's hard for them to find jobs because motherfuckers either uh, have that degree or or their employer is looking for somebody that's experienced in that field. They're not looking for somebody that has a degree in that field. And that I I hear that more times than not. So uh, I haven't heard that. But like, I know that Um, a lot of people that I know that went to college is having a hard ass time finding jobs as well. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that more people are starting to think like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, I give you an example. I wanted to go back to school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a writer. So, me personally, I think that I don't need school for writing because I could just create my own path and get a job where I need to. That's why I've been putting in internships, you know, just grinding with the writing shit. So, I go to a counselor at a school and she meets with me and I tell her what my plan is and stuff like that. And she actually told me, you don't need school for this. I'm like, I know, I know I don't need school for this, but I thought, you know, with being in school, it'll bring me more opportunities, which is kind of, it was true for some industries, mm-hmm. like um, Warner Brothers, for instance. Like, you need, they want to see that you're in school in order to get there. Mm-hmm. But she was just telling me how you don't need school for writing. You can do it on your own. You're doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I know that, like, that shit is so true. And I think... For many creatives, writers, singers, rappers, whatever, all you got to do is create your own path, be consistent, and network, Mm -hmm. and you'll get there. But I totally agree with the school not being necessary. I I definitely feel that way. I definitely for sure feel that way. And, like, for whatever reason, I don't necessarily understand why. It's getting there. It's really getting there. But... I feel like people are bred to go to college and to go to school ultimately because of their parents and their parents want them to be in college so that they can have something to feel good like feel good about I guess when they see their son or their daughter graduate and then they can tell their other friends that my son or my daughter is a USC graduate or a UCLA graduate or whatever the case may be. My whole thing is if my kids want to do what they want to do, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Just make sure that you give your 110% at it. I I'm not going to I'm not going to push college on my kids like my parents put college or push college on me cuz mm-hmm. I t- I'm going to tell you right now. If I started my YouTube like before college, or while I was in college, or whatever the case may be, if I started it then and I found my passion and my mu- you know, and I already found my passion in music. I've been doing music, 
But as far as me doing YouTube and shit like that, and like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have even went to college. I would have said fuck college. And I would have just grinded it out with my YouTube and music, and I would have just been doing that shit, mm-hmm. not even worrying about college. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, I love college, and I loved a lot of women in college, which was <laughs> great. But I don't take that experience away for no reason. But okay. like I, I, I wouldn't have did it. Yeah, this, did you go to HBCU? Nah, but uh, I was like right next to one, like like two hours away. Uh, okay. at FAMU. Okay. So. Okay. All right, kind of a little off topic, but um, sorry. What's your purpose for out here? Like, what do you hope to accomplish? I want to help my family. They're, 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 that's my sole, like, mission for being out here. I like nice things. Like, I want to have a nice little car. Mm-hmm. I want to have a nice little house or whatever the case may be. But that's pretty much it. Like, I don't want no big-ass mansion. I'm not flashy. I don't really give a fuck about the jewelry. I don't give a fuck about the designer shit. I wear the same shoes for whatever the fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I like to, I like to dress up. I like to look nice and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But, um... As far as me, myself, personally, I'm not really a flashy person. I just want my family to, I want my family to reap all the benefits of my success. Like, I want my mama to be in that nice-ass flashy car. I want to put my pops in that nice-ass flashy truck. I want to put, you know, I want to help my brother. I want to help my sister. I want to help my whole family. Like, that's the sole reason why I'm out here. I don't give a fuck about me, to be honest with you. You know, I can I agree. Yeah. So hard with you. Like, I've always dreamed about being successful just to put my family on. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Um, at a certain point in time, I was kind of the backbone to my family. Yeah. And the importance that gave to me, I, I don't know. I just liked being that. And um, I don't know. I just love helping my family. And I would love to see, you know, just give ends to my family, I think that's a great feeling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I love that feeling. Yeah. I love that feeling. I remember when um when um I legitimately paid and it was just from my credit card and shit like that, but I put my mama in like in a nice little SUV so they can do they they can drive to Vegas or whatever the case is and but I did that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I, I paid for that. I put my mama in that so that my mama and my grandma can drive to wherever they needed to drive to. And, like, just seeing the smile on their faces and getting in the vehicle and shit like that. And that shit just made me happy as fuck. Like, I'm like, yo, this this is why I want to, this is why I'm doing this, for. Like, I want to see those smiles. Like, I want to see those smiles each and every day whenever my mama pull up in the in the, in the BMW or whenever she pull up to the crib and there's 30 rooms in there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do this shit for. I don't really give a fuck about me. Like, I could get, I could have a small little last condo with a nice little car. I'm good. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. So that's my whole mission on my primary purpose. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Do you like it out here in L.A.? I love it. I love it out here in L.A., man. There's a lot of fake-ass people, a lot of I fuck shit that. going on, and a lot of people <laughs> that like to sell dreams and shit. But um, other than that, though, I love L.A., man. I can't I can't complain. Like, I love L.A. It's cool. Um, the traffic is crazy. But I'm glad that I moved out here and shit, I'm gonna be here for a minute. I mean, I ain't move I ain't going nowhere. I'm Man, big I chilling. S- 
I said I didn't want to put this shit on the air, but I just can't help it. You know, coming from the Midwest, I think they call it, you know, Ohio and shit. I do not like it out here. Really? I can't stand L.A. Really? And it's because of the weather. It took me, it took time for me to get used to because it's a constant state of summer. You know, I'm used to all four seasons, spring, you know, and I love the fall and spring and sometimes even with even the winter, even though it's like negative two degrees outside. Right, you don't get I too miss, much of that out here. No, you know, fifty degrees, niggas got on bubble coats and shit. Yeah, like facts. so, it's just crazy to me. And the traffic is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and it's just too expensive. It is. But like, you're really just paying for the beauty in the sunshine. That's facts. But I, I can't stand LA. But <laughs> I guess I guess it's cool that you do. Yeah, hey, <laughs> so. I love it. I love LA, man. Like I said, it's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of fake shit, flaw shit going on out here. But like yeah, other than people. that though, you know what I'm saying? Like LA is cool, man. I, I'm I, I'm I'm chill here for a good little minute. If it's any place that I move to, it'll probably be Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just like the big city. I like the I like the vibe. I like you know what I'm saying. And then the people out here still are nice too. You know what I'm saying. Hola. Hola. So. Okay. You know. <laughs> All right. So back to my topic. Um, to be seen or to be heard. Like we're in an era where it's beneficial. I want to say to be heard rather than seen. But that can be debatable maybe like what is your take on that like what's better in what context like, like what are you talking about versus podcast oh, like, just okay. voice. like just voice okay like you know or radio or something like you know how you see the breakfast club they got video and they got podcast so right. you can be seen and can be heard right like do you think one can live without the other or can they be can they stand on their own or so what? what I'm thinking at what I'm looking at now and I'm really honestly basing this this kind of perspective because I, I follow this gentleman his name is Gary V oh yeah and so I follow him and he pretty much know what the fuck he talking about yeah. you know what I'm saying um and so me person me personally I mean I have nothing I don't see anything wrong with video but I do definitely see the shift in 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 audio. Yeah. People gravitating towards audio a lot more than than video is. And um the reason why I say that is cuz podcasting is becoming like a huge huge thing now. You know, yeah. a lot of people are starting up podcasts and stuff like that. And what it is 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 that so for instance when you watch you watch Breakfast Club Breakfast Club interviews, right? Yes. You watch things that are pretty much uh centralized around audio format, right? Yeah. How many times do you put the phone down and you just listen to it? Um, like listen back to me talk? Yeah, like do, do you do you watch them talk or do you just do you put the phone down and listen to it? That's a good question. Um, Sometimes you'll watch it. I think I I watched them talk. Really, you watch them more. You watch them more than you talk. Yeah. It was what was crazy about it is I seen like a seminar, um, and I guess it's just because maybe people more people had their hands up in that seminar or whatever. Uh, but when Gary Vee was was asking that that conference uh, about that or whatever, a lot of people had their hands up and said they usually just kind of listen to him talk more yeah. so than podcasting. I, I mean, more so than watching them talk. And I find myself doing that too. I'll just like turn on a Breakfast Club interview mm-hmm. or whatever, and I'll just listen to him. I won't even li- like because I'm doing shit. Or if I go on the Joe Button podcast, like I'll just listen to him. 
as opposed to like actually watching them. Um, but what's good about what's good about it is is that it provides both. So as far as what the answer to that question, I would say if there's any way. Now that's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to kind of like choose because it depends on what type of format of of audio and vi and and video are you doing. So like if you if I'm do if you're doing the shit that I'm doing as far as like pranking and 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 doing public interviews and shit like that, you want to you got to see what's going on. Right. But if you're doing podcasting or if you're doing like something around that field, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to you don't have to see it. You can you can just listen to it and you good. You can plug your phone in and you can be straight. So I mean I guess it ultimately depends on like the context of what you're doing. I just Gary V says that the world is kind of gravitating more towards being heard as opposed to like being seen. Okay. Um however I feel like video I me personally, I feel like video is never gonna die. Like I feel like there always is gonna be some form of entertainment when it comes down to the visual aspect of, of seeing things and watching things. So I feel like that's never gonna die. Now, when it comes down to the the context or the format that it changes, that's a different story. Like YouTube might not be around for like you know a long ass time. It might be something different. Instagram might not be around for a long ass time. It might be something different. But I ultimately feel like when it comes down to video, people are always gonna want to watch movies. People always, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when it comes down to that type of entertainment. So I think it, it it really comes down to like the context of like the content that you're talking about when it comes down to being seen and being heard. You see, I see it as a total opposite because I know what shift that you're talking about. Right. And I think it's people want to see it rather than hear you. Hmm. I do like, um, I don't know, because videos is popping. You know, everybody's making videos. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody, you know, making commercials formatted for social media to get their shit out there you know what right, i'm saying right, like, right. which is which is true which is which is absolutely true which is absolutely true i think and, and this is just and this is how because i feel like videos are popping now mm -hmm. and i think they're doing that because i mean that's the reason because videos are popping now i think that it's it's too i think that it's gonna gravitate towards audio so where we're at right now in the sense of 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 like watching content and, and consuming content i feel like gravitate a little bit more towards audio than video mm. and i i look at it i look at it from that perspective but you know it ain't no really it ain't no really telling what's really gonna happen you know what i'm saying um but hey at the end it. of the day it's entertainment you feel me so yeah that's a really good question though <laughs> kind of, it's kind of a slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. So, give me your top three advices for being successful with skits. Top three. Top three for being successful with skits. Yes. Be consistent. Okay. Consistency. God, be consistent, man. Um, do you want me to say what I say and then explain it? Yeah. Or, okay. Your interview. So, uh. Be consistent, and the reason why I say you want to be consistent is because people are going people are going to check for you when okay. So say you start doing skits or interviews or whatever you start doing for entertainment, right? People are going to check for you, and they want to see if you if if you continuously create that content. It's really simple. If you're consistent, people are you're gonna gain a, you're gonna gain a fan base. If you're not consistent, people are gonna forget about you. 
if you're not in their face all the time, people are not gonna check for you. They're not gonna see, they're, they're not gonna be interested in what you're doing, period. So consistency, that's number one. Two, make sure it's quality. So, but that's also kind of a, a perspective thing because what you may think of qual- what you may think is quality is what your audience may think is not quality. So you want to let your audience determine what quality is. And I say that by saying and I say that by being consistently and putting content out. So you put content out and your fans say it's trash or it doesn't really grab now don't get discouraged if if your content doesn't really do that well at first. Um, because you because you're just now starting out or whatever, but you put content out at scale. Keep on putting it out. Keep on putting it out. People gravitating towards it. If people saying, "Oh, this shit is starting," to, I'm like, "This shit is starting to hit. This shit is funny. Like this shit is cool." You'll determine what works and what doesn't work by constantly putting content out. So be consistent. Put out quality content. Let your audience determine what the quality is. And number three. This is going to be hella cliche, super cliche, but love what you're doing. Okay. You got to love what you're doing, man, because if you don't love it, then you you ain't going to be consistent. It shows in your work. It's going to be, it's going to show in your work. It's not going to be quality and people just not going to fuck with you. Like if you, like, and then it's going, and and people going to tell, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is doing what he doing just to do it. You know what I'm saying? Or you feel me? You got to love what you're doing. And if you, you know what I'm saying, if you don't love it, it it's not going it's not going to work out for you. Okay. That's good. Those are two those are three good advices. So, could you repeat that again? Be consistent. Okay. Quality. Two. But let your audience determine what your quality is. Okay. Three, love what you're doing. All right. So, take me to like take me through the day of um like your day-to-day grind and workflow. Shit. Because you 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 have your craft, mm-hmm. and then you have your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So, take me through that. You grind. All right. So, um, I wake up in the morning, take a piss and wash my ass. And, and, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> um, but uh, nah, I wake up in the morning. I'll check my phone. Like I'll check my social media. I'll look at my notifications to see if I have any comments. I most likely do. I have my. I have some comments on my. Uh, on my on my videos i'll answer i'll try to answer now if it's a viral video or i want to say it's a viral video but if it's a video that has like a lot of comments on there i'll try to answer as many as i can i can't get to all of them because there's a gang of comments on there but i'll try to answer as many as i can because you want to make sure that you have that connection with your audience um i'll answer that i'll fuck around on instagram see like what's going on there uh twitter um, pretty much just check my social media. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if there's comments that I got on there, like it or whatever the case is, and do that, I'll probably do that for like a good 30 minutes. Um, I'll get up and I'll either edit, depending on what I'm editing. I'll either edit my um my my videos, or if I'm not editing my videos, I'm editing music. Um, I'm writing. I'm doing something. I'm right, literally doing something. I'm d- literally doing something all the way. Let's see. I get up at about eight in the morning, so I do whatever the fuck I'm doing all the way till I gotta go to work, which is bad. It's good, but it's bad at the same time because I'll be I'll be rushing to get to work, and it happens all the fucking time. Like I'll get up. 
It's just because I be so amped to do whatever the fuck I'm getting ready to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just get, and I know that I need to get it done because I want to get this content out. So I'll get up, edit, record music, write, or whatever the fuck I'll do. And then it'll run into me getting to work. I'll come home. I'll get to work. However, I, I'm starting to work on this time management thing because I ain't going to lie. My fucking, my kind of like downfalls when I get to work is I'll do, I'll work. But then, like, I'll lose so many, I'll lose so much time by like watching other videos or watching interviews or whatever. When I could be, um, I could be answering uh, fans. I could be going to people's DMs and telling them to check out my videos and check out my music or something like that. Like, I could, I always blame myself for like shit that I could be doing. Um, but now I'm starting to do, I'm starting to do better now. I take my laptop to work. I work on the shit that I need to be working on so that I can get that shit done. And while I'm at work, because I do security, so we do have downtime. Mm -hmm. So during that downtime, I bring my laptop to work, and I try to work on whatever the fuck I could work on. Then I go back to the crib, work on what I could work on until I go to sleep. I usually go to sleep around like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Then I wake up at 8, 9 again, do it all over again. That's (laughs) That's not crazy, man. That's passion yeah then you putting in that work man got to you fitting it in you know you're not making excuses it sound like you're getting the shit done and that's how your shit is climbing i always i blame myself for everything i always blame myself for everything like if i'm not doing something right or if i fuck up or whatever the case may be it's like fuck it's my and i really i really do do that I, i i i'm not really just saying this because I, I listen to Gary Vee. Like, I really do blame myself because it's like, yo, I always could be doing something. What I need to work on is getting in the gym. Mm-hmm. Because, it like, for instance, like, you know, if I work, if I put that time, because that's where I'm losing my time at. If I put the time, the downtime that I have at my job, if I use that time to work on whatever the fuck I work on, I can go to sleep. I can go to, I can go to the, uh, I can go home. I can go to sleep earlier. I can wake up earlier. I can go to the gym, and then you know what I'm saying. So there's always there's always things and stuff that you know I can I can kind of figure it out and, and get. Shit. But I always blame myself for everything, though. You feel me? Um, but yeah, ultimately that's where it all stems from. It's just passion, man. And I love what I do. If I didn't like doing this shit, then I wouldn't do half of the shit that I do, man. Mm-hmm. I, I make sure that I stay consistent. Got to make sure that my fans get what they want. I just love what I do, man. This shit fun as fuck. I don't plan on stopping at all. You should, man. You're good at it. You feel me? So, I'm about to go ahead into the podcast where I was telling you about how I want to dig deeper into, like, you know, what get what got you here and what keeps you going. Mm-hmm. So, since being out here, because we all know that L.A. is a beast. It's yeah, like a, it's a motherfucker. Yeah, it's crazy. So, since the time you got out here and you're just doing all this shit, you know, for yourself and for your craft, mm-hmm. what's your mental state like? Ooh, my mental state. Huh. Well, my mental state at first was kind of skewed a little bit. The reason why is because I was staying with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And staying with my grandma really affected my mental state. The reason why I say that is because I was staying in a spot where at any point in time. Now, in my heart of hearts, I don't think she was going to do it. But at any point in time, she could have said, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I don't like what you're doing. 
you don't and this is the thing that really weird on me too because I would really like try to work on getting my YouTube videos out and writing music and doing what I'm doing and my grandma would always be tripping she'd be saying like you don't put you don't do enough work around the house or you need to get up and you need to do this you need to get up and you need to do that and that shit would really wear on me mentally because it's like fuck man I'm really trying to get this shit and she don't understand that I'm doing this shit for her I'm doing this for her I'm doing this for my mom I'm doing this for my I'm doing this for the fam you know what I'm saying um, but at the same time, when you have somebody that, you know, that stand with you, I guess I did, I guess I get it from her perspective. You know, she wants work run, done around the house and I do the work that I could do around the house. I'm not going to say that I did it all the time. I will, uh, I really fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I felt like I was kind of like at a, at a standstill. Mm-hmm. I was doing work. I was still putting out material. I was still putting out content. But then my grandma would be like, yo, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. You need to do Truly and humbly and solely believe that once I moved out of there and I got my own place and I pretty much could do whatever. I could walk around with my dick out. Mm-hmm. I was happy. Mm-hmm. That that in itself really made me happy. Like I was like, yo, I could do whatever. I could really. My, my content and the shit that I put out, man, is like at scale. Like, I'm really pushing this shit out there because I'm my own boss. I could do what I can do and not have to worry about if I need to do this or if I got to go over here for grandma, if I have to do this for grandma or what's going on here, what's going on there. And living with her also brought a lot of, like, baggage on me uh, emotionally and mentally when it came down to, like, you feel me, who she was staying with. And, and that, I love my uncle, but, like, you know, with the, with that, it was just it was just a whole bunch of shit that was really like fucking with my my mental state. So I had to get out of there, and ever since I got out of there, that shit really like kind of freed me. Um, plus, when I first moved out here, my grandma, uh, her, the dude that she was with before, yeah, the dude that she was with before was had cancer. Mm-hmm. So you know that was that was uh that shit really weird on me mentally, man. I was really doing a lot of things that I didn't expect to be doing when I first moved out of there, when I first moved in there, cause he was sick. And uh, that shit really like fuck with me too, mentally. Um, but like I said, overall though, it was really cool though. Cause after I moved out, man, I really, like I said, I felt like a big ass weight was kind of lifted from my shoulders. And that allowed me to put out content at scale. So, mm. psh- you said something about emotional, like how did it affect, like how did everything affect you? Like to this point, how does shit affect you emotionally? I was, mm, I don't want to say I was sad because I, like I said at the set, I was, I still loved doing what I was doing. I still loved the fact that I was writing music and making music and putting out YouTube videos and stuff like that. I still loved doing that. I just didn't like where I was at mentally and emotionally when it came down to me being at a spot where I wasn't in charge of, you know. Okay, your living situation. My living situation. So I think that that put me in a state of like, like in a state of, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but it really fucked with me in, in the sense of, of, of knowing that I can like not be here. Like my grandma could really tell me, you know what, like, your ass can go back to Florida. You feel me? That really fuck with me and like really fuck with my 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 state as far as like fuck like I, bro this ain't this shit ain't mine. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that really fuck with me in that in that state. Um 
and when the, and it really affected me too when my pops was going through my papa was going through like the cancer and and all that shit like that whole situation or whatever like that really fucked with me too because I ain't never seen no shit like that before. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like when your body just breaking down and really like just giving up on you like that. And then with that happening, like right in front of my face and me having to hold the, the bucket up while he was puking blood up and bro, that shit was some outlandish shit that I wasn't expecting. That shit mm -hmm. fuck with me. So, um, yeah, man, I think overall though, uh, overall though, it, 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 I'm glad that I moved out. I, I still grow. I still visit my grandma and make sure that she cool or whatever the case is. But I had to get up out of there, man. That shit was really fucking with me, and, and from a mental and an emotional standpoint. So how do you? How are you now? I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm super <laughs> good. I'm cool. Like I'm happy. Um, I'm happy. I I did what I did. I'm happy. I uh, I got blessed with a good job in order for me to pay my own bills and yeah. you know pay from pay for for everything that I got going on for me right now. And I'm able to do the shit that I'm able to do because I worked and I got the shit that I was able to get. And I'm able to put out content at scale now because of you know putting in that work and putting in that grind. So I'm happy, man. So how are your relationships with your family and your friends and? Like relationships and stuff like that. We're all solid. I just know that they're not in the best state financially right now. You know what I'm saying? I know they're not in the best state financially. So that's what I'm doing all of this shit for. And I think they know that, which is why they don't bother me as much. You know, they'll ask me for like favors now, like here and then. But for the most part, they don't bother me because they know that I'm on my grind. I, I could see if I was like a bum. And I wasn't doing shit, and I was on the couch every day beating my dick and sipping Hennessy. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't, I ain't doing none of that shit. You feel me? A nigga out here really grinding, nigga really out here trying to get his, 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 his grind on so that I can get this paper and I can make my family, get my family in a better place. Cause nigga, that's what it's really all about. Um, so I'm real good with my family, man. I, I don't really got no problems with nobody. Um, I'm really like really really good with them. I tried to like have, I really I tried to work with my brother when I first came out here, but like we kind of we kind of he had he had certain like ways of of doing things and I had other ways of doing things. We couldn't mm -hmm. just we couldn't clash. We couldn't like really vibe together that way. So that kind of we kind of tore that off a little bit, but for the most part though, like you know, I still love him and I love my whole family. We, I'm my whole family. I'm good with my whole family. We straight. Friends, you got friends out here. Yeah, I got friends out here. Um, uh, shout out to the homie Mac. Um, he's a he's actually a a, a friend that I had back when I was in um Florida, but he moved out here. Um, uh, and I got of course I don't really consider them friends. They my family because I grew I grew I don't want to say I grew up with them, but uh we we have we have a bond already associated with us because of the family that we've associated ourselves around so um the homies uh uh t-boy and slim and and bully and all them you know what i'm saying so they family they like legitimately family you feel me um but not like blood family but mm -hmm. still call them family uh See, man. Do you find it hard to make like like friendships out here? Do you find it hard? Um, cause I'm having a hard time. Trying to trying to make friends. Yes.
everybody is just like super busy. That's one. Mm-hmm. Or they kind of just worried about like what they doing. I ain't really. I kind of when it comes down to like friends, it wasn't really hard for me to make friends out here. But I don't really. I wouldn't. One, I wouldn't really call them my friends. Um. I would call them, well, you know, people that I associate myself with, or, you know, because they cool or whatever the case is. It wasn't really hard for me to make friends because I'm a very talkative person. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm like, the, the best nigga to go out with. Like, I'm just, like, I'm going to turn the fuck up, and you going to enjoy the time, and we all going to have a good-ass time. It's just, like, you feel me? So yeah. it wasn't really too hard for me to make friends out here. Uh but I don't really, like I said, I don't really consider them friends because one, I do a lot of shit. Yeah. So I don't really have time to have like a legitimate, like, like a friendship type shit. I don't know. I don't really have time for it just because I do a lot of shit out here. Um, I want to say I'm a victim of circumstance. Mm-hmm. So when I was. I want to say my grind has never been as hard as it is right now because I feel like I mean I know I'm as as you as you grow older you know you understand a lot more mm-hmm. when you young you don't really understand as much than of course you do when you get older I know the state of my family I know how shit is I know that shit can be so much more better and I know what I'm capable of. So knowing that pretty much all accumulates and makes a nigga feel like, yo, I need to put what I have, my talents, everything that I know I can do, I need to put all of that um and 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 really work at doing what the fuck I wanna do. So that when it happens, I can then bless my family to do, you know, to do what they want. And I can bless my family to, to be in a financial position to the point to where they can do what they want to do. Um, and when I'm younger, you know, I, 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 we struggled. We struggled like a motherfucker when I was younger. Um, but I was still under the shelter of my parents, and I knew that my parents were going to take care of me. And I knew that, you know, um, one, even though we were struggling, I was living out of a car nigga we you know it was hard for us to get food at times you know it was ramen every night type shit you know what i'm saying so it was a a false state of reality like i say uh i'll go out you know with people every once in a while like i'll hit them up to see if they if they free or whatever the case is and we can go out and shit like that so it wasn't really hard for me okay so tell me this what are you learning in life right now patience yeah Bruh, patience. Because I know what I could do. I know what I'm capable of. I know how talented I am. Um, I know how hard I work. And I want this shit to happen now. Yeah. I, I need it. Like, I want it to happen now. You know? I, I want that viral video to happen. And I want everybody's eyes just to be on me. I want my music to blow up. I want all that shit to happen, like, now so that I could, like, tell my mama, hey, you don't got to worry about this shit. Hey, I can give you this little, this quick little, like, 5K or whatever, this mm-hmm. quick little 6K or whatever, and tell my, you know, my pops, hey, don't worry about this. I can, I, I'm going to pay for your chauffeur so you don't have to worry about, like, the shit that you've been dealing with because he got a tumor on his head. Mm-hmm. He can't drive and shit. Um, and he had cancer, like, 
a few years back. He's in remi- he was in remission and like there's no there's no more cancer cells in him. He's a survivor, but he had that shit happen to him back in the day. You feel me? So, you know, uh, just telling him that hey, don't worry about it. I, I I pay the driver. He gonna pay. He gonna drive you everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like I want all that shit to happen now, but it's a process. Um, and I think you know just keep on just like continuously doing what I'm doing. If I continue to do what I do. Make sure everything is straight. Make sure everything is solid. It's all going to come into fruition eventually. I just got to be patient. So I think that's one of the biggest things I'm learning in my life right now. Because I want this shit to happen like ASAP. I can relate. Facts. Sure. But like, how does where you come from influence your grind? Because when I was in college, I had like long, I was taking out loans. I was thinking, okay, well, hey, I'm out here, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 really enjoying my life right now. It's really cool. I'm living in this nice little apartment. I'm fucking females and this shit is just great and I'm loving it right now and it can't nothing in this world change what's happening right now. And then I graduated. And then it's like, oh shit, nigga, I don't got no job. Oh shit, nigga. I got all these fucking loans I got to worry about. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, that in itself all kind of, like I said, accumulated. And it's like, yo, you need to, you need to get shit popping, bro. Like, you got to get shit popping, bro. Like, the last thing that I want to do is be like an old-ass nigga that, is, that ain't doing shit with his life and don't have nothing to, like, show for it. Like, that's the last thing I want to do. And um, I feel like your 20s. Is, a, is is really the time to like legitimately trace your dreams and and do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck what everybody else got to say. Fuck like them saying, "Hey, I don't even know why you moved out to LA or I don't know why you pursuing this or you pursuing that." Like it's very rare that some shit gonna happen for you or ooh, ooh, bop, bop, bop. Like I heard all that shit before too. You feel me? Like your family, some of your family will tell you that. You feel me? I had a bitch tell me that before. Like ooh, I didn't mean to call her a bitch, but she is. Yeah, I call her a bitch because she really is a bitch. But um, don't be calling women bitches. I don't. I don't. I, I ain't gonna lie. I be doing that when I'm around the homies and stuff like that. That's just how. And then it's not no. We don't like refer to you Bullshit. guys. As, I swear to goodness, we don't <laughs> refer to to females as bitches. Like oh, they bitches. Like we don't do it like that. We just plus on top of that. I definitely don't say that. Like especially like on my YouTube channel. Like I definitely don't refer to women as bitches. Um, I hope I not, because most of your fan base is women. I know, <laughs> right? But what's crazy about it is, is that um, I follow this YouTube. I you follow this, these YouTubers. They they're called the minorities, mm-hmm. and the majority of their fan base is women too. Mm-hmm. And they call women bitches all the time. Did they create an understanding what bitches mean to them and shit like that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not necessarily sure. I watch a lot of their videos or whatever because mm-hmm. them niggas is funny as hell but like, um, nah, they call it, they call them bitches all the time. Um, even though I was in those circumstances, I didn't feel the need to grind as hard because I knew that my mom was still going to take care of me somehow, some way. Um, even when I was in college, I was like, it was a, when I was in college, anyway, so, uh, she had she had told me she was like yeah you do understand that like what you're doing you ain't gonna really like you probably not gonna make it in what you're doing right now Why right like you do understand that. that like and then I was like what the fuck she was like you I mean what you're doing right now it's not it's not realistic like yeah you're not really gonna you, you, you there's no money in like really what you're doing right now like you're not gonna 
And I thought to myself, I was like, okay, you one of those. I understand. Okay. Where do you think that stemmed from? Huh? Where do you think that is? Where do you think that stemmed from? They don't want to take chances. People don't like taking chances. They don't like taking risks. Mm -hmm. Um... And uh, I think that all that that's what uh, that's where it ultimately stems from. They like that 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 they like that uh security that security and and knowing that yo this money finna come like this and you know we good if I if money come like this and that's straight you know what I'm saying like they don't like that you feel me and I get it you know um that's just that's how some people are bred I'm not bred like that you know I can't. But I mean, I they don't. I don't think uh, we don't. I don't mean it in a derogatory sense. And no, so I can't sit here. And I, I want to be my own boss. I don't want to work for nobody else. That's dead. Mm. You know, I'm working for somebody else right now because I need to pay the bills. But eventually, I want to be my own boss, man. I don't want to have to worry about clocking in and relieving niggas. Right. That's just not why I'm. I'm not. I'm not. That's just not who I am. Which is I why I go so hard. Because that's one of my dreams. Is to like, I want to be able to like own my own company and like be my own boss and go on vacation wherever the fuck I want to exactly while being the provider for my family and stuff like that and you know um the good thing about my family my immediate family which means mother father brother sister yeah thankfully they supported me in coming out here same thing with my family too yeah, for the most part my family supported me there I had like a couple that right. was like yo what the fuck are you doing but for the most part my family supported me you see that attitude came from I'm going to be honest, a couple of my friends, and they were my closest fucking friends. Mm. And I even wrote about it, and one of them got mad that I said it. But the shit was true. Like, they were, they didn't. You put their name in your, you put their name in there? Did I put? I that might have been why she got mad. <laughs> or he. It was both. It was, it's a boy and a girl. Mm. But I didn't put their names in, but they know who they are. I called them my best friends. Mm. So, like, he read it, and he got he got a little upset. Offended. Offended. And I didn't exactly know why because it's the truth and it's just how I felt like you didn't. I felt like he didn't believe in me mm-hmm. to come out here and do what I wanted to do. And, well, he was just telling me, oh, you should stay home, help your mother. But my mother even told me, she's like, girl, I'm grown. You need to go follow your dreams, do this. I can figure this shit out myself. I right. can figure this out. You need to go pursue your dreams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My father, he was... He supported iffy. me, but he was very iffy because I'm a daddy's girl. Right. And, you know, I'm a woman, too. So coming out here by myself was it's very, very, very risky. Mm-hmm. So he worries about me a lot. Even after a year of me being out here, he still worries. Mm-hmm. But um, he was kind of like the same thing, too. Like, oh, you should stay home or really think about what you're doing and stuff like that. And um, And I couldn't understand that because my father... I get my free spirit from my father. Mm. My father was a free spirit. He was in the Navy. He traveled everywhere. This nigga got a lot of stories. Mm. So I couldn't exactly understand why he was saying certain stuff to me. Right. Like not to go places and not to live here and stuff like that and to come back home. Every time I call, you coming home? You coming home? I'm like, no, Dad, I'm not coming home. Mm. Like, I got to... I gotta see where he this takes his me. baby. He does. Like, yeah, my family do miss me, but... Mm-hmm. And even though I don't too much care for LA I still feel like LA is not done with me yet right. and I want to exhaust every option right I have right. out here before I book it back home mm-hmm. and even if I was to book it back home like I really don't want to right but I would not stay there for long like I don't want to be here like I, st- I was telling you earlier I want to travel you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like I ain't got no kids 
I'm 25. I want to experience life right. like how I always dreamed since I was a kid. Exactly. So, yeah, man, like all that shit stems from fear. People put their fear onto you. Yeah. And um, it takes so much fucking courage inside of you to actually make that jump. Do you think that uh, I'm the podcaster now? <laughs> Do you think that people are saying these things to you because they care about you? That's a good. I was gonna ask you that question. Ah, <laughs> I told I was, you. I'm the. In the I'm, middle of you talking, I was thinking about that. I'm the podcaster. That's now. what I was saying. Like, where do you think that stems from? Right, um, right, right. Do they care or, or are they? Not jealous. I don't want to say. I don't want to say jealous. Do you think that they say that you know because they they care about you, or do you think that they're saying that because they just really believe that it's just not bread for you to do? Not right. Yeah, like or not right for you to do right. Or you said okay. Right. Yeah, I guess it's said uh, like that. I want to say a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. Um. Cause I I I don't want to say, I I don't want to say that people say that because they don't want you to follow your dreams. I don't feel like people are saying that. Well, uh, I think they're scared. I'm 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 saying that because I mean, of course, haters, haters gonna be like y'all not like I don't want them to make it. But as far as people that are closest to you that's telling you that, I feel like they're saying that because they want you to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, they want you to be good with where you're at. They don't want you to like venture out and follow what you feel is your passion the reason why they say that is because they 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 feel like you'll fall on your face um and they don't want to see that happen to you but isn't that the whole point of life mm-hmm. absolutely mistakes but i don't think their mind is like i don't think their mind is cultivated that way mm-hmm. i don't know why but i don't think their mind is cultivated that i taught way, myself that life is about especially in your 20s like you said life is about making mistakes yeah and learning from that mm-hmm. and i told myself before i came out here if it was a mistake at least i got the experience from it right you know that's kind of that's how i feel exactly but like i was saying i think it's a little bit of both i think they're scared mm-hmm. they want you to be safe they want you to be secure you know they care for you so much they don't want to see you struggle they don't want to hear you cry because mm-hmm. you will have them fucking days when you when you crying to your mama man Thanks. god just talking about how hard this shit is, but you gotta see. I was isolated out here. Mm-hmm. Going through that isolation, you know, learning myself and shit. People tend to skip that part right. of growth. Right. That isolation, being by yourself, learning yourself. Right. It's so important, and you cannot skip it. Nah, you know? hell no. You have to learn who you are. It. It. You, you learn, learn who, who you are. are. So. Going through that, you know, it helped me whenever I got down on myself, wherever I felt like crying or wherever I couldn't take it anymore and had to break down and cry. Mm-hmm. I was able to pull myself up out oh, of that darkness. Right. Quickly, though. That's good. You know, I never, I ain't going to say never, but um, in that moment, I didn't want to wallow too long in Mm. that space because you know I'm familiar with that and it's not good it's just it's pointless and you've got to learn to take yourself out that energy so 
Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I definitely do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I feel the exact same way. Uh, I'm a thug, so I don't cry. No, no, no. I was, it's I'm, a release, bro. I'm really, Cry. I'm, I'm really joking. Go, like, uh, I'm, smoke really, some weed listen I'm to really super joking. Up. And for the, and for those who's listening right now, I am no thug in <laughs> no way, shape, form, or fashion. I, no, I, I am the nicest I, person. I, I am, gentleman. I am, I am no thug, no type of. I was doing a YouTube video and I asked a girl to rate me one through ten, and she rated me like a six. Or a six and a half or some shit like that. And I was like, why? She told me she like hood niggas. I said, mm-hmm. fuck. How you, what made you think I ain't a hood? She just told me. She said, I, I said, what made you think I ain't a hood nigga? She was like, you just don't give me that vibe. I was like, you don't know how, you don't know if I shot niggas. I might have shot some niggas before out here. <laughs> but, the fact that you said that. <laughs> yeah, I might have shot some niggas. No, I'm nigga. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, seriously though, um, there was a situation to where I, I broke down and I cried one time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there was a lot of shit that was happening with my family that really affected me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was all happening at once. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, my, my brother was going through some shit. My pops was going through some shit. My mom was going through some shit. My grandma was going through some shit. And it all kind of just hit me. Like, boom, 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 boom. And all while that was hitting me, it kind of it, it hit me too. It's like, yo, like all this shit going on with your family, you can't do shit about it right now. Mm-hmm. And that shit just made me <laughs> like, I was boo-hoo, I was boo-hoo, kiki-kiki, man. I was, I was, I was going hard for like a little bit, and I was like, damn. But then, you know, like I said, I pulled myself back up together. It's like, yo, you just got to grind. You got to you gotta grind. Got to put in that time. Got to get that money. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think ultimately, that's where it all stems from. You're right. It stems from that fear. They just want you to be safe. They want you to be, you know, um, um, in good graces when you, you know, because they, they grew up with you they whole, or mostly their whole life. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think that's where it all ultimately stems from. But um, I think what's good about it is, is that we realize within ourselves that we have stuff. We have something that we know we want to do. Yeah. And we not letting nobody stop us from doing it because if we did, we wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. We wouldn't be in LA. We wouldn't. You wouldn't be giving me this interview right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't be doing this shit. So, <laughs> um, not nah, real shit. So I think that we realize within ourselves that uh, you know, this is something that we want to do. And shit, we gonna do it. Right. Fuck what everybody else got to say. They can eat a dick. <laughs> not and like I'm not Facts. talking. About, I'm not telling your friends. Eat, eat a dick, dick between two pieces of bread. Oh God, <laughs> you feel me? So, what do you think makes you different from others? Like your videos, your music. My grind. Your grind makes you different. I really will say that. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying that because I do. I I com I compare. I, I shouldn't. But like, I, well, I compare myself to uh, to other like YouTubers in a good way. Meaning, that, was, that was my next question. Like, I, I I wanted to ask, like, do you feel as if you need to compete with people that are already out there? Yes, you do. Absolutely, because I don't have anybody else to compete with. I, nobody I know personally mm-hmm. is working as hard as me right now. Mm. Nobody, like nobody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I I watch like. Because I do public interviews, and I'll do pranks and stuff like that, and I'll see, like, other YouTubers do it, and they just don't do it. I just feel like they don't do it as well as I do. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because 
I don't know. I like like the shit that I say, the shit that I do, my mannerisms, what I get people to do and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like it's just no, nobody else is doing it. Then I see people with bland ass personalities going out there and and doing interviews and pranks and shit like that. I was like, yo, this shit is trash. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think ultimately my personality really does set uh, myself a- away from um, from others for real, for real. And uh, I think uh, I think that's a good thing. What about your music? My music, I don't feel like there's nobody else that makes my type of music either. I really just feel like I'm a unique individual out here. I, um, uh, I, I rap and I sing, but right, I, right. but, but with my sound, I just put out a song called "Go." Make sure y'all tune into that shit. That's he's Key Nation on all platforms: YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all that good that shit. That don't come to the end, King. My fault. My fault. <laughs> Wait to the end for all that. My I would ask. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh shit, my fault. Oh, uh, um, go ahead. But King. I just, but I just dropped, but I just dropped a song called "Go," and um, I mean, that really does entail this type of sound and like who I am as an artist. Yeah. You can listen to that song, and I, I guarantee you, you can't, you can't be like, okay, somebody liked it, like, like he would put, like Drake could put that out, or Tory Lanez would put that out, or uh, 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 Kevin Gates, or you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah. My sound is so different, you know, um, and I, I pride myself on that too, because I don't feel like nobody else has my type of sound. Okay. So, yeah. What sacrifices do you think are in order to be successful? You gotta do shit you don't want to do. Like what? Waking up early in the morning. Mhm. Literally sitting there and working on like working on some shit that you might not feel like doing that day. You might not, you might wake up, and even though it might be your passion, it's kind of like, and this was off air when we was talking about this, even though it might be your passion, you might not feel like doing it. There's times where you might not feel like doing your passion at times, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might not, in your case, if you, you want to be a writer, right? So in your case, you might wake up and be like, man, I really don't feel like writing That's every damn day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you might, you might have that. You might have those times, but you got you to gotta get up and you got to write. You know what I'm saying? Like... You feel me, and 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 there's there's those times because I mean you think you think uh, Le- LeBron James, you know what I'm saying, want to be in the gym for 24 hours? No, he want to be in the gym shooting basketball for 24 hours. He want to go home and eat. He want to spend time with his family. You want to? You feel me? I spit a little bit again. My fault, y'all. I, I spit clean, again I a little clean bit. My phone. After Shit, that's crazy. But like, um, you feel me, like. That's that's you go you you gonna get tired of doing what you love sometimes you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day you love it why because you can't see yourself doing anything else right. you you I mean it's like you really can't that's what you love to do you know what I'm saying and, and like I said too much of something can really like really wear you down but then you'll be so you'll be amped to get back up and do it again because you don't you can't you can't do nothing else you know what I'm saying so um I think ultimately uh. I think that's ultimately like what the fuck was the question again? Shit. What sacrifices are in order to be successful? So the sacrifices. So yeah, you got you may not feel like doing it, you know, you may not want to do it, but you got to get up and you got to do it. And but sometimes that might not even that might not even incorporate like include your passion. You might have to do other things that help you do what you want to do in order to be successful. Right. So like not calling off the work. Right. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Money for you feel me? Like to invest into yourself. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's certain. There's other. There's so many like other factors that you might have to do that you might not feel like doing in order to to make your dream a success or in order to make your dream possible so that you can invest in what you're doing or you know what I'm saying you might have to work you might have to wake up a little extra early in order to do what you need to do so that you can get this content out you might have to you know there's just so many other factors that you might have to like take into context that you in order to get your your uh, dream out there and into fruition that's so true I had to break down and buy me another laptop Expensive-ass fucking laptop. See? But I have to do it in order to get my writing done because my laptop was hindering me mm-hmm. from writing. From writing. All the time. Right. So, yeah. So, these are, these, these are sacrifices that you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I had a question. I should have wrote it down. It's all good. I had a question to ask you. Uh, excuse me. <sighs> I fucking forgot it. It's all good. Um, no worries, no worries. So, this is my last question of the night. Um... To end all things, you know, sum it up or whatever, to the people that's out there, what is your best advice to give them about, like, following your dreams, about, you know, just being successful? Like, what is your best advice to these people that are passionate about what they do and want to do and stuff like that? This is, again, going to sound very cliche, but don't stop. Keep going. I mean, period. Keep going. There's so many distractions in life. There's so many factors that happen in life that ultimately can make you feel like, yo, I don't want to fucking do this shit no more. Mm-hmm. Or I can't do this. Or I want to I wanna stop. I I I don't I don't want to do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it be that whether it be Jill or or, or Phil uh, that's sitting behind a fucking computer with a bag of Cheetos and uh, fucking some, some chocolates that's typing on the computer under your podcasting comments or under your YouTube comments or whatever, yeah. specifically saying it, I fucking hate you, this is a horrible podcast, this is a horrible video, and that in itself, you look at that and it's like, yo, I don't want to fucking do this no more. You can't, that type of shit right there can affect you, you know? And when, and it, when you have family, that's closest to you, that's saying, yo, why are you doing this shit, for? Like, this shit is stupid. Like, what are you doing? You're not going to make no money in this. You're not going to be successful in this shit. Fuck them. You doing what you're doing because you know that you want to do it. You love doing it. So don't worry about what everybody else say. And whether and if you're not getting that job that you're filing for, or if you're not, if you're not getting the numbers that you thought that you was getting, Mm-hmm. Fuck all of that. You doing what you love doing. You know that you're good at it. And people aren't going to automatically gravitate towards you from the get-go. Because right. if they did, everybody would be fucking doing what the fuck they love to do. Mm. You just got to keep on going, man. Don't stop. Don't ever, 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 ever stop. So keep don't going. stop. Through all the self-doubt, through all the self-loathing. Through all the you fuckery. Because that shit is going to come like For a sure. bitch. Hell yeah. So, um, that's what she said. <laughs> How have you changed? You think my work ethic, but as a person, how I... have you changed? Mm. Do you feel as if you changed? Nope, no, I don't feel, I feel like I'm the same person. I'm not, I don't, I don't think I've changed at all. 
I had a conversation with my mama. She told me you're not the same person that you were. I got 5,300 subscribers on YouTube or something like that right now. And growing. Yeah, growing. Yeah, growing, y'all. Right, and growing. Um, But, um, you know, my mama was like, yo, you're not the same person that you was at 1,000 subscribers. You're not the same person that you was at 2,000 subscribers. You're not the same person that you was at 3,000 subscribers. And I... I my mama be like saying a lot of deep shit that I don't be getting until later on. So maybe I'll get it later on. But I, <laughs> I, I feel like I haven't changed. I feel like I'm literally the same person that I was since I want to say I want to say I changed as a person when I was in high school. Of course. And when I, I was in high school, so. yeah, I feel like I changed as a person when I was in high school. But ever since like high school, I feel like I'm literally the same that I was since I was in high school I think the only thing that's like the characteristic the only characteristic that changed about me was my work ethic yeah. I've always had um, I've always wanted to help my family in, in, in some you know shape way or form or manner I've always been outgoing I've always been talkative I always rambled you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like I've always been an, an entertaining individual um, even as a, as a child so I don't think as far as like back then, I don't think any of that has changed about me. Um, I think ultimately, uh, my work ethic has changed. I think I'm the same person. I could agree. Um, I haven't known you that well, mm-hmm. but you know, seeing you around for about a year now since mm-hmm. I've been here, I have to say the same. Like your work ethic, like just from hearing like what your passion is or what you want to do, you are so much fucking busier now. Yeah. And um. I wish you nothing but the best, man. Man, I wish you, you the. You have no. You have all the potential. Like we like. I talk about you all the time. Like you're really. Yeah, <laughs> because of your work ethic, like yeah. especially with other people, like other creatives, like you don't. It's just amazing to see somebody who's on that grind like that, mm-hmm. and it has no choice but to pay off. Right. You know I, what I'm saying? I, 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 pray to I, I love to see it. I like to see the state that you're in, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to see you at the top. It's like, I knew him. I knew when he was there. That's crazy. I was there. I did his first interview. That's like, so crazy. Man. I, um, you know what, what really, like, I don't know why it hit me, too, though. Um, one of the homies, like, hit me, or whatever the case is, and he was like, my nigga, how do you do all the shit that you do? Right, I don't even believe and it's like, and like it's, believe and it's, it. And it's like, man, I just, I just, I don't know. I'm just so driven. Like as soon as I get up, my mind just be on. Okay, I gotta do this video, or I gotta edit this video, or I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I do have times. I ain't gonna lie. I'm human. I do have times where I want to chill. You know what I'm saying? Lay back, watch some porn, masturbate. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Play some 2K or whatever the case is. I do have those times and I do have those moments. Yeah. You feel me? But for the most part, my mind is really be set on, like, my dream. And, like, and like just because I really love doing it. You feel me? So it really ain't nothing for me to do it. But when the homie said, he told me, he was like, bro, I don't know no. Like, I don't know nobody that worked as hard as you do. Like why? Like why? Like why? How you be working so hard? And it's just like, well, one, I love it, and I'm just so driven, man. And it's just, you feel me? It's 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 a blessing. I, I don't know. I I can't. There's really no other way I could put it. And before we end this podcast off, I want to say to you, I don't know if you had any other podcast or any other your interviewers or any mm-hmm. person that you interviewed say this to you before, but 
I wish you all of the best of luck because I know that and and from from when we first started when we first met whatever you told me the grind that you was on and the experiences that you've had and everything like that I wish you the best of luck keep grinding don't stop doing what you're doing you are a really great interviewer that's that's number one you feel me because there's some interviewers out there that just let that that'll ask a question and won't let that other person talk. You right. know, let me talk. Oh, I do my research on shit. You gotta study the greats. That's one. That's one. Another piece of advice to study the greats. Uh huh. So I learned. Yeah, and it's showing. Yeah. So keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep on writing. Um. I want to ask you a question though. What like, up? remember when I told you like you you knew when I you know like how struggling I was? Did you mm. know that I was living in my car? Yeah, you told me. Did you know that though? I didn't know until you told me. Oh, because I thought you knew because I remember one time I was sleeping yeah. in the parking lot. And you, and you had to get your shit in your car too. Yes. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I really didn't think anything of it. I just figured like you just had all that shit in your car just to have all that shit. Right, you was moving or something. I didn't really oh. think anything of it <laughs> until until you told me though, and then I kind of put the got that I connected the dots, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Yeah, that that living out the car thing is, is something crucial, it's, man. It's I ain't gonna lie, shit. You you save money that way though. Yeah, you save money man. living out your car, man. You go, you get that little gym membership. You get that gym membership, and you go there to get yes. the shower. Yes, you know I mean? hey, <laughs> get a listen. quick workout in. What man, you get what? that gym membership? You go to You don't got to worry about rent. Only rent you got to worry about is gas. Shit, I learned quick though, but the pain in the ass is going to the fucking bathroom because out here they don't trust people using their bathrooms. Yeah, because of the homeless. Yeah, nigga, that was a struggle, man. Like, yeah, ugh. that's just the worst. But um. One more but piece of advice. Time, so me and my mom, we was, I lived next in that car, and we was we went to KFC. They didn't have no problem with it. We out here. I, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. It was on the other. It was on. Oh, I'm lying. At Florida. But okay. Yeah. Because Florida out here, I'm man, they skimpy, man. They don't let nobody use their fucking bathroom. Mm-hmm. But um, one more piece of advice I will say to my, to my listeners is be kind to yourself when following your dreams. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, how you mean don't be a dick? Because there's people out there, there's some successful people out there that's dicks. Don't be a dick, I man. I heard, like, a lot of successful people are humble. They, but why should you be humble? Well, well, well you, yeah, it's important to be humble. You got to be humble, like, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're not humble... I don't know. If you think... I don't know. Like, what's the problem with thinking highly of yourself? It ain't nothing wrong. It ain't no problem with thinking highly of yourself. It's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Because you should... However, you need to be humble in the sense of, of... I like you're better than nobody type of shit? Huh? No, like, you're not better than the next person, or... Uh, you need to be, you need to be humble, be... You need to be humble in the sense of knowing that shit can be taken away from you just as quickly as it was given to you. hmm So... Once you operate off of that mindset, you're gonna start to put a lot of things into perspective based off of your attitude, how you're responding to people, what you're doing, and you're going to start living life a lot more differently as opposed to you just thinking that, okay, you done built this shit and can't nothing happen to you. You on top of the world. Nobody fucking with you. You the best. All this other shit out shit. Somebody can come and fuck all of that shit up for you. Period. Period. Don't, don't, and, and fuck, man, like, I don't know, man. I just encountered some people that's just, that's doing what they doing and they growing and they doing what they doing, but like they just assholes. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like just dicks. 
And just don't be that person, man. Like, just don't be that person. Don't be that person. Don't want to be around a dick, though. <laughs> Look at Steve Jobs. He was a dick. He done died. He, was, I heard. he dead. That nigga died like fit, like at fifty years old. He and was if you, a, a if billionaire. He, he was a billionaire, right, man? But he died early of cancer, a long, painful motherfucking death. Cause he was a fucking dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Fuck. Man. On that note, I'ma end it. <laughs> okay. Thank y'all for tuning in again. Please tune in next week for another episode of my podcast. I might have something juicy for y'all next week, though. Ooh, super Kenan. juicy. <laughs> yes, Kenan, sir. please drop all your social medias. Hey, man. Check this out, man. Make sure you follow me, man, on all social media, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, all that good shit. TikTok, I just made me a good, you know what I'm saying, a TikTok from you, feel me? is a Keen Nation, K-E-E-N Nation. Follow me on all the social medias, man. I'm constantly constantly dropping content i promise you once you follow me you won't ever regret it your mama gonna love it you gonna love it everybody gonna love it gang <laughs> all right y'all as as usual please y'all stay focused stay positive vibrate higher peace make sure you masturbate <sighs>